Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. choice you know you could uh, you could dwell on uh, how hard it is and how far there is to go and feel sorry for yourself but it's, it's a complete waste of time so why bother so I, I don't I choose not to day one <sighs> tough going I think the minute you stand still is the minute you're dead Day two, um, 48 hours done now. Uh, three full days down, 72 hours in. Four full days in. Doesn't matter, just keep driving forward. Day five, uh, our five days done. Maybe it's been bred into me, but I've always had a, a curiosity to, to explore the world. Day 56, eight weeks done and dusted. Mood is good, spirits are high. Day 43, done and dusted. Day 32, done and dusted. Anything and everything is, is achievable. Yeah, this is going to be fucking epic, man. This is only 24 hours in, and um, yeah, it's tough. My name is Damien Brown, and welcome to Deep Roots. Sometimes I felt like I was in a fight with this giant presence, like a a guardian of the Caribbean and it was playing with me and sometimes it would turn its attention to me and sometimes it wouldn't and when it would turn its attention to me it would like just bat me around like a a kitten with a, a ball of wool like it would show me that it was in control it had all the power I was powerless and if it wanted, it could raise its paw a little bit higher and just blow me out of the water, just bash me, could, you know, destroy me. But it didn't, it wasn't that way inclined. It was, it was playing with me. It was, it was bullying me. And I was this like, plucky little determined 
soldier is the word that's coming up. I was, you know, I was doing all the right things. I was striving. I was fighting. I was grinding and grounding out the hard miles and I was disciplined. And I was also kind of looking for spots to make kind of miles to take advantage when her attention wasn't on me when she was like almost guarding another part of the ocean and this was one of those days where she was playing with me because I was doing everything right that day I was doing everything to my standards that I demand of myself I was fighting hard I was staying disciplined I was working um, efficiently and concentrated on the oars I was putting in uh, the effort through every stroke Um, I was just not giving up not I was fighting a battle inside in myself to get on the oars and stay on the oars and I was winning that battle every time I was overcoming that battle every time and then I was putting in the the work against her and I was really grinding and fighting and um and that I was consistent in doing that I persevered through um all my own kind of internal resistance and then her resistance and and I made great miles and I went to bed that night happy and content with what I had the effort I'd put in that day I'd lived my values I'd live up lived up to the standards I set of myself I'd held my account myself uh, um, that I hold myself accountable to and I was about to be kicked backwards I was about to be or I I wasn't rewarded so I went to bed like I said content with my day's work uh, happy is probably a better word and I have a belief when you in I I believe and it's been proven to me many, many times in my life when when you do those things, when you work hard, when you persevere through the fight, that you are rewarded. And going to bed, I suppose I almost had that expectation. Uh, and then I wasn't rewarded. Not only that, but I was, I was batted backwards by one of the paws. Welcome back to Deep Roots. Welcome to Day 36. Have a listen. Day 36, uh, done and dusted, um, <clears throat> bit of a ball like of a day, um, so my days start at 1pm and finish obviously 24 hours later at 1pm because I, I left Lagomera at 1pm, so I measure everything between those two points, um, so basically yesterday if you get me, the first half of day 36 was really good, I ground really hard and fought for a load of mileage and, and went to bed happy, you know, uh, and then four o'clock in the morning, kind of having a real uh, sleepless night, had a look at the GPS and saw I was headed uh, basically north, you know, um, due north. So, um, you know, considering uh, Antigua is west, uh, that's not where I want to be going. So, uh, yeah, I crawled out of bed, I think, and um, around four and uh, threw on some clothes and, and then just fought um, those winds for about an hour. And uh, when I felt I was kind of 
the boat was kind of back west or even um, uh, west northwest I uh, I crawled back into bed because you're, you're absolutely shattered after a day's rowing you know um, and the sun beating down you all day uh, so I needed some sleep and um, you need some time my undercarriage needs some time to recover like so those kind of six hours at night um, really do the world good for the next day uh, so yeah uh, and then got back up then this morning at half eight and uh, the winds were kind of uh, southwest uh, instead of uh, south um, or like blowing from the southwest to the northeast if you get me um, so yeah and um, basically all that really good mileage I built up yesterday was kind of absorbed and uh, ended up uh, with 40 miles in the day uh, when it was looking like I'd have 44, 45. So, um, you know, when when your focus is that sort of stuff, it really, um, it's just another kind of psychological hurdle that you have to get over. Um, it's better your focus is on kind of those little short-term goals. And then if I have a, a daily goal, then it's all broken down into the time I spend on in those sections on the oars and I'm trying to get kind of smaller targets out of that, you know, so uh, it's still outcome kind of based, but uh, you know, once I start rowing, you try and focus in on the actual process and forget about the outcome, but um, yeah, it's just uh, fucking annoys me, it really annoys me now that, and uh, like it's windy uh, today and um, there's obviously wave direction, but I'm working kind of across it so it's even hard to row you know so uh, today's going to be a slow day i think and, uh, but we'll when i recognized the gps screen during one of my sleepless kind of flips from side to side you know you, you can't be i'm a curious soul and <laughs> uh, even at 4 a.m in the morning if i um, kind of in a semi-conscious state, I can't help but to look at my one source of stimulation, the thing that I'm absolutely obsessed with, uh, numbers and the GPS. And then during this kind of moment to actually see 360 degrees, that, that was the, that was my, um, that was my direction that I was heading 360 degrees. I was, I mean, in my kind of semi-conscious state I was like in you know I didn't believe it I thought it was a mistake I thought I was seeing something and I, I think I might have actually kind of just put my head back down um, and then thought about it for a split second or two and then raised up again just to make sure I wasn't seeing um, 360 degrees and then I was seeing 360 degrees and I was like how the fuck am I going due north like I the the largest number I'd seen was uh 320 330 sorry and um to, you know i hadn't even touched anywhere near past that and it was consistent when i when i did when the boat got pushed um out of the wind tunnel that i talked about before um and started facing uh, that way north um, west it was consistent that it would hold that kind of 320 to 330 somewhere in there it would never go any further and so to see three 60 was like what no I mean what that, that must be a mistake kind of thing um but it wasn't it wasn't a mistake 
I was going towards uh, facing and uh, moving towards the, the North Pole. I remember then like the kind of almost realisation that fuck, you're going to have to go out and, you know, try and sort this out. And I'm pretty sure to that point I hadn't rode at, at that kind of time, like four o'clock in the morning. So it's exactly appealing, or, you know, um, and then to pull on, you're pulling on like the kind of wet clothes. It's just going on crawling out into the dark and, and, you know, you're not really too sure what you're going to be faced with because this is a new situation. And, you know, you, you aren't like what I'm trying to say is you're not rushing out of that cabin like, you know, you're reluctantly crawling out and uh, and seeing what's happening. And then, yeah, I just I basically just got on the oars and straightened out the boat and aimed at west and, you know, rode for, I think, 15 or 20 minutes and then kind of left it just to see what it did. And um, it popped back to kind of that north uh, heading again. And I just went through the same process back on the oars. And I think I stayed out there for about an hour. And then during one of those periods where I was kind of testing it out to see what um, effects the ocean was having, it, it actually stayed relatively. Uh, it didn't pop back into the north. Anyway, I don't I can't really remember what the, the heading it hit on. But um it was back in that range between kind of 270 and 330 and it was west and I needed to sleep because I needed to get off my arse like that was such a crucial thing those nights because these sores were really starting to ignite you know in their discomfort and their um and their pain and I that was my kind of window like I said in, in that video to to give them that um, rest that they weren't been pressurized they weren't been sat on they weren't been moved on they weren't kind of getting wet the skin could get a little bit dry because I, I used to try and sleep on my stomach and just you know keep my um keep my arse towards the uh, roof of the cabin to give it that opportunity to recover so it was it was paramount because then I got I had ahead of me, you know, another 12 hours during which it would uh, uh, degenerate, you know, get like in the morning, it'd be OK. Or we could get through a few hours, no problem. But like later in the day, it was just oh, I was uncomfortable and it was just becoming a psychological um, battle just to be sitting on it for, you know, uh, a couple hours in a in a rowing segment. You know, that's that's tough psychologically when you're going into that and you know every minute of that, the minute you sit down, is going to just get worse. And you're like, fuck, I've got whatever, an hour and 45 minutes left. I've got an hour and 30 minutes left. And, you know, psychologically, that is, that's torturous, you know. So thinking ahead in that moment, I was like, fuck, I need, you know, that six hours is vital and I'm not getting it. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was, it was a... Um, it was an unexpected and unwanted situation. And strangely, strangely, actually, that was the only night it happened um, that the winds uh, were so strong that they were, you know, come, they were southerlies or come from the south pushing north. Um, but it was a, um, it was a deflating day because, as I said, I went to bed believing, hoping and expecting a certain mileage and then I woke up and that was the furthest thing I was getting. In fact, I was getting blown 
due north and then there was a fight so um i became as i mentioned a little bit while ago like numbers obsessed um that's just my mentality you know um and i as i said in that video piece i would have broken down every section of rowing to a kind of a target number and then which would add up to a target at the end of every day and then there's that bit that's out of your control when you go to sleep um and you kind of live in this <laughs> hope that um the boat's gonna move you know and all night west in a fast uh pace direction and that's uh, like I know I've said on this podcast numerous times that I want it to be as hard as it can be and I want to feel like I've rode an ocean and I do and I, I want the challenge to be as challenging as it can be but when you're out there when you're in those moments and you've gone through a day like that and you've worked your fucking hole off and you've fought and fought and fought uh there's a part of you that when you crawl into bed just goes oh, fuck me I hope this boat moves tonight <laughs> there's a part of you that just wants uh, mileage and doesn't want to put in the work for it and then when you wake up and it is the opposite and you had an expectation behind that or going to bed um, yeah it's a blow psychologically and you know I think we don't it's <laughs> expectations can be very very dangerous on our psychological state because <laughs> we don't really recognize them when we uh when they go as planned it's only when they don't when we uh you know it knocks us back and it becomes very kind of prevalent so um yeah that was a deflating day as uh, as was the next here's the video for day 37 enjoy uh, day 37 now, um, now we're done and dusted, um, tough enough day, um, as I mentioned before my days go kind of from 1pm 1, 1, 1 to 1pm, um, so they, they had some different conditions, yeah, yesterday there was a lot of wind, we getting blown south, um, or sorry getting from the south, blown, blown north and southwest and northeast. So uh, I fought those for ages and then in the evening I settled down a bit and I felt I was getting somewhere with the the miles on the clock really anywhere. So uh, I was up this morning early six on the oars, quarter past, and then I rode to quarter past ten with like two small little five minute breaks and I'd done seven miles. It was absolutely deflating when I saw that. Uh, my deck repeater broke on my first capsize so I don't see it until I come into the cabin. You know, normally for four hours work, you're talking uh, minimum maybe nine or ten miles. Like, so just to see seven was a kick in the fucking stones, man. Um, but uh, yeah, put the head down 45 minutes, went back out, got a bit of breakfast in me, and then uh, and then got an hour and a half's row in there until uh, kind of one, one quarter past one where I got a few more miles in. So it's slow going basically for whatever reason, um, but it seems to be picking up now. I'm just looking at the GPS speed here and uh, it's a knot faster than it was earlier, which is great. So hopefully when I get out, I'll be able to get a bit of mileage done. Um, Cause I'm very conscious that like every, every moment counts and every time the oars go in the water, they count, you know? So uh, just trying to be as, dialed in on that sort of stuff and uh, you know 
it'll it'll help in the long run. Um, but yeah, working really really hard for uh, every mile at the moment. And conditions are conditions are tough. Now you're probably thinking, sure you're going forward. You know you got seven miles and you got forty the day before, and you're moving in the right direction. Isn't isn't that enough? Um, shouldn't you be happy with that you know why you you know why are you so obsessed with numbers and all that and i'm just wired that way when something when i am doing something incredibly important to me something of high value i am driven to maximize that to get the absolute most out of it to be the best version of myself in that uh, and that's stems from uh, a life spent in professional rugby if you do not have that attitude that athlete's mindset to get better and to be the best every day and to maximize your opportunity well you can be fucking sure somebody behind you has it and they're coming for you and they're going to get it they're going to get whatever it is it's maybe your place or your contract or whatever and I strove for years and years and years in that environment so that's all I know when something is important and of very very high value I'm obviously when things aren't important I'm the exact opposite you know I am very apathetic I could not care less I don't have a middle ground <laughs> I am an extremist I am either all in this is fucking everything I'm going to do my absolute best I'm going to become I'm going to strive to be as good as I can be at this and maximize uh, my uh, capacities in whatever it may be or I don't give a fuck yeah, grant, whatever, you know, it's not important to me, I'm not going to waste an ounce of energy trying to be good at it, or even, sorry, not even that, just trying to pretend that it's important to me, Um, and that's why I'm like that, and that's why you hear obsessed mindset just to maximize my miles every day and when I didn't when things were uh, hurting me um, I became like you can almost feel the kind of demoralization in my voice or hear it you know I became demoralized you know if you compare that video and the kind of um, the tone of my voice and the emotion in my um, voice it's much lower frequency than you know other other videos in the past where it's been you know just lighter and happier and just a um, at a higher frequency a little bit like the end of the upcoming video for day 38 because of a choice I make as you'll hear, the days are very, these three days, 36, 37, 38, the ongoings are very similar. Um, but here I I take the power back and choose my attitude. Enjoy.
day 38 done dusted um not much to say really it was uh looking like it was going to be a great day uh, or the best day i've had in a while mileage wise because um i uh, between quarter past six yesterday morning to um quarter to 12 i did like 36 miles which is the most i've done in ages um but then the wind just completely died off and um, over the course of like six hours sleep, I, I did both did five miles, and uh, normally we would do a lot more. So, um, yeah, a bit deflated then uh, getting up this morning um, when you thought you had a 46 or 7 miler in you, and uh, you only end up with 42 or 3. So, uh, listen, I'm, I'm just obsessed with numbers at the moment because I'm, I'm gonna, um, it's passing the days for me a little bit, and also it's. Um, um, I'm about to go over to a thousand nautical miles to go mark so I'm kind of counting that down and you know it's my next milestone um, so it's not particularly interesting um, basically today it's hot again little winds and um, and it's just it's just about grinding and trying not to uh, and trying to stay positive um, you know I think um, positivity is a uh, choice you know you could uh, you could dwell on uh, how hard it is and how far there is to go and feel sorry for yourself but it's, it's a complete waste of time so why bother so I, I don't I choose not to I choose to look positively on it all and uh, the Sun is shining I'm in the middle of the Atlantic like a fucking lunatic on a boat um, <laughs> and uh, yeah um, you know I'll continue to just keep plugging away at the miles and um, uh, slowly counting down. All right, tomorrow will be day thirty-nine. Or today's it started, so let's let's go and uh, row. All right. When we are in states of discomfort, be that physical, be that mental, physical and mental, or be that emotional. Our mind's first port to call is to make that stop and to bring us back to the comfortable state it was in before. And it will do that by presenting things that are out of, control, out of our control, presenting thoughts and situations and scenarios that are fearful and that are sabotaging and that are manipulating. And what we have to learn to do if we want to be some way mentally robust and strong is to be able to recognize that and redirect our mind into something within our control we need to get back into control because that's a vulnerable state when we're thinking about um, things that are fearful to us and things that are out of our control that's a heavy state that's a pressurized state and that's where um, we can submit or you know we often hear the term he broke um, that's where we can break our resolve can break and we got to get out of that state so to change it we have to be recognizing of it we have to be aware of it that's why self-awareness is so important uh, firstly and then we have to um, 
know what to concentrate on that's within our control and there's three things that um we all can control in our lives so they are our perceptions our decisions and our actions now i talk a lot about um the actions right the four i talk about the four controllables and those actions that are all within our control that we can uh, redirect our concentration to to put us back in control and to um depressurize time and neutralize time into a much more obviously neutral state which is a um uh, a much more um enjoyable place to sit than uh, the opposite right so but there's also our perception of the moment that comes into place because that is within our control and that's what i was referring to here i had every right to you know listen to all that crap like that was um been um produced by my mind there's like a thousand miles to go you're uncomfortable your arse is sore it's just gonna get worse um the winds are now against you you know i had every right like my first uh first level thinking my victim thinking my lazy mind my weak mind like that's where it goes and uh, you know um i i could have easily sat there and dwelled there but like that's a choice like and i choose not to because that is a perception of the moment and i chose there and then to look on that moment positively and that is another component of resilience, of mental strength, of grit, of um, mental fortitude, if you want. Why? Because it is within our control how we perceive those moments and we can only control the present moment. And every moment we live in, we can perceive it positively. That is a choice and it's a choice I made here despite the fact that I had overwhelming evidence to choose differently but it's still within my power to control that moment and my perception of it is within my control and that's what I chose to do and that's a very powerful tool Um, admittedly it's one that is easier when you're doing something of high value when you're doing something incredibly important and meaningful to you you are going to look on that um, positively then if it wasn't at the same time no matter what the moment the perception of it is within your control i'm going to leave it there i'm going to do a shorter episode this week because i want to speaking of control speaking of controlling the moment uh next week day 39 i really want to get stuck into the the four controllables comes up for the first time and uh that is all around the actions that are under are within our control every moment it's something i have um discovered and fleshed out through my own experiences of challenge and training and rugby and life generally something i'm quite uh, proud of and um yeah i i i don't want to uh, try and squeeze it into like 10 or 15 minutes so thanks for listening guys this week um i really appreciate you tuning in always um also i would appreciate if you haven't done it already if you can just you know on if it's apple or spotify or acast or wherever you get this if you could um subscribe follow um and 
give a little uh, a little review, a little rating. Uh, that would be be great for the show and it'd be much appreciated. Um, and um, yeah, if you could share, like, I think a, a big thing to grow uh, the audience of this is for you guys just to share. So what I mean by that is, well, I mean, you're more than welcome to tell people yeah, that you... Uh, you meet day to day, your friends and family, like word of mouth, but a, a great thing now we all have at their, our disposal is um, social media. And if you just want to share a screenshot or just, you know, it would be a massive help just to spread um, the show and the uh, um, intention behind the show and the message of it and things I've learned at the fucking grindstone with my nose to it. Um, that have helped me massively in my life um, that I'm trying to share with you well you know I think that's um, a good enough thing to to share with others so um, yeah uh, yeah if you can do that that'd be great um, I would normally ask for questions here but um, I've just recorded two Q&A's and I have enough now also for a third one um, so I don't <laughs> if you have a burning question get it over to me um, through social media or whatever the usual thing and, and it'll get answered but I, what was probably going to happen though it's going to be weeks after you listen to this episode so uh, maybe hold fire for um, on that and um, and lastly um, if you want to support the show and the continued production of it, I have set up a, a Patreon tier where um, you can do, do just that for like three euro a month, basically. Uh, your That three euro goes to the full production of the show and, and the continued production of the show. Um, and in return, uh, you get some little kind of deep roots goodies like um a live stream q a uh, every month uh what else have i put in there a reflection piece um a video reflection on the recording so i'll, re- I'll record one straight after this on episode 14 which i'm thinking i'm going to call something around deflation because it kind of came up nearly every day deflating winds I think I might call this episode so a reflection piece on that and um, uh, and there's one other thing um, that is eluding me right now anyway I mean for three like again I come back to the the intention behind this and the message behind it and if you think that is is anyway valuable and you'd like to support the show well you can do that for a, a three euro a month subscription on patreon and you get a few little kind of bonuses at the same time so um that's a choice you would like to make i would be uh, hugely appreciative uh, of the support and uh, as i said before we have big big plans for this real exciting plans like in the moment um, podcasts from Mount Everest from ocean crossings um, and uh, yeah, almost like almost like audio journals um, in the field um, as it's happening which, which is massively exciting so your support goes towards that uh, your three euro a month 
and you probably have it uh, lying around the footwell of your car and down the side of the seats so um, yeah if you could scrape it up and uh, and throw it my way and throw it deep roots away it'd be, it'd be great alright guys um, listen have a great day and um, remember to keep striving for more from yourself cheers What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.